meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Your life is meaningless. Friends, meaningless. Sport, school, family, meaningless. Let me tell you about this guy named Charles. This guy, Charles, he ran 65 organizations. He ran orphanages, charities. He helped heaps of people. Well, apparently that's meaningless. Helping people, ending poverty, world peace. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Well, then what is life about? What is the point? Is life actually meaningless? Well, that's what this teacher says in chapter 1. So who is this guy? Well, you see in verse 1, he's a heaps wise teacher. He was king in Israel and he had a sweet life. You see that in chapter 2. He did whatever the heck he wanted, but he says life is meaningless. So is life actually meaningless? Because it really sucks if it is. Well, life is meaningless because you get nothing out of it. Open your Bible. Have a look at verse 1 with me. The words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Um, his point's pretty clear. Did you get it? Everything is meaningless. Footy is meaningless. Relationships, fun, pleasure, your dreams, life, it's all meaningless. But what does he mean? <laughs> um, well, he says in verse 3, What do people gain from all their labors of which they toil under the sun? Meaningless is when you do something, but you get nothing out of it. You live life, but you get nothing out of it. Life is meaningless because you get nothing out of it. Look what he says in uh, verse 4. Generations come and generations go. You just live and then you have kids and then they live and then you, they, you die. They have kids, then they die and it just goes on. It's a circle and what is the point? What do we get out of life? It's like Mr. Charles I was talking about. All those organizations you run, they would have helped heaps of people. People who didn't have any opportunity in life were given a chance to enjoy it. But... No matter what, how much you gave them, they still die. Anything you give them to enjoy in life will be taken away from them at their death. And Charles, he probably would have felt good about it in a good way. He probably would have felt heaps good about what he did, but he still died and took nothing with him to the grave. He didn't get anything out of life, so life is meaningless because you get nothing out of it. Verse 3, nothing is gained. It's a bit like this. You find out there's a tsunami hitting you in a week. There's nothing you can do about it. So what do you do? Well, you help heaps of people. You help people cross the road. You like Snapchat yourself being heaps awesome so people think you're sick. Pfft, tsunami, who cares? So people think you're epic. You read a book so that you get heaps smart. You finish your homework so that your teacher's not angry with you. But are you serious? Death is coming. So why do you care about this stuff? What will you keep once the tsunami hits? We know death is coming. It will take everything from you. When you're on your deathbed, it will quickly dawn on you that life was meaningless because everything you have, everything you worked for, even the love you poured out, it's going to come to nothing. Death means that we can't get anything out of life. And so death makes life meaningless. And we don't like hearing this stuff. I, I, I can see why. 
because you and I, we keep believing lies. We think that family is meaningful. We think that helping people is meaningful, but death makes us fools. Not only will our lives be over, one day the sun will explode and then no matter what anyone has done in all of history, it won't matter. It will be completely, utterly meaningless. Nothing will have been achieved. Feel it. It's like a slow stab to all your dreams and ambitions. Everyone knows that we'll die, but we still try and find out what the point of living is. But listen, there is no point to life. There is no point of living. It's meaningless. It will end. So stop pretending. Because life is meaningless. It will all end. It doesn't matter what you do. So whatever you find purpose in, whatever makes you feel good about yourself, stop caring because you will die and it won't matter. Your life is a small part in a big story that has no point. And it's hard to hear, isn't it? Because I'm there with you. Remember death because it won't forget you. You can't escape it, and it's going to take everything away from you. Your life is meaningless because you get nothing out of it. And that brings me to the next point. When you look under the sun, it ain't much fun. Um, I hope you're saying that. It's not fun at all. It's kind of depressing. Have a look at verse 3. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? And come down to verse 9. What has been done, or what has been, will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. So this teacher, he's on a big journey trying to figure out life. And like most people, he's trying to do it from the perspective of under the sun. So that's just a phrase that means, let me get to what it means, what you can, <laughs> what you can see, taste, the things you understand when you think about them. But it also means he isn't seeing life as God sees it, under the sun. He's trying to find out what life is about without God's help. And that's what Under the Sun's getting at. It's like this. Imagine I wanted to go figure out what life was about. So here's what I do. I chuck my night vision goggles on because it's dark. I close my Bible. Leave that in there because I'll need it. And I pull out this book that's empty. It's got no words in it. And so I just cruise around and I'm just like cruising around town. It's like, oh, sick. That person's doing this. Oh, life is like this. This is what life's about. And I'm not referring to what God says. I'm just trying to figure it out for myself. Well, this book would be heaps like Ecclesiastes, except if I wrote it, it'd be heaps stupid and dumb. But that's life under the sun. But people, life under the sun sucks. It's meaningless. There's no point. Look at verse 4. Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. All these things happen and there's no point. The sun just goes round and it gives people cancer. It comes up for us, gives us cancer. Then it goes to the northern hemisphere and gives them cancer. I think that's that way. I don't know. Um, but it's just things happen. There's just this cycle that happens under the sun and it's not fun. There's no point to it. It's just a cycle of nothing. And we will be that generation in verse 4. We're the generation that's come but we're definitely also the generation that will go and we'll be like all the generations before us that have achieved nothing in this cycle of meaningless, in this cycle of meaninglessness. Life under the sun is meaningless. But we need to be careful when we look at Ecclesiastes because Christians, we don't try and understand the world from under the sun. We look at Jesus, God's son. That's why we're, what it, when it says later in Ecclesiastes, it says it a few times. Um, just drink and eat and be happy because there's nothing better to do. 
but there is something better to do if you're a Christian. It's that would be what you do if there's no if you without God there's no hope for your life. So you may as well enjoy the few days that you've got, the few meaningless days that you've got. So eat and drink and be happy. But that's not for you if you're a Christian because you're not under the sun. You've seen Jesus. It's only if you don't know God and you have no hope, then you may as well live it up and enjoy your few meaningless days on earth. But have a look at John 11. It's up, going to come up on the screen. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? If you trust Jesus, there is life beyond the grave. There is eternity, which means you don't have to be a part of this meaningless cycle under the sun. And there is life that you can live that will last, a life that isn't meaningless. Knowing Jesus makes life worth living. There is a purpose at last. When you look at Ecclesiastes, it's like you're at a theme park and all these arrows point around and it says, try this right. No, 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 try this right. Try this right. Try this restroom. Get the next slide, please. Um, <laughs> try, try whatever. This fairy floss. It just points you in all directions, different directions. And Ecclesiastes says... Don't even bother. I tried it all. And it sucked. Everything didn't work. But then you see an arrow that Ecclesiastes couldn't see. It's Jesus. And Jesus says, come this way. Believe me, follow me, you were made to be mine. You have been the car that wants to be the boat and you're wrecking yourself. Come follow me, says Jesus, serve me. That's what you were made for. You were made to serve God And if you're not, you're living a life that is meaningless. See, Mr. Charles, the organization guy, he was a good guy. But I didn't tell you something that was heaps important about him. He loved Jesus. Through his organizations, through his um, orphanages, through his preaching, thousands and thousands of people heard the good news about Jesus and trusted in him to be saved. Charles Spurgeon's life wasn't wasted because he did it for a cause at last. Ecclesiastes is like the teacher that says, you're going to fail life. But it gets us ready for Jesus who says, lay down your meaningless life and trust in me and find true life. The life, the life lived for Jesus is meaningful. Tell people about Jesus so they can be saved from hell. Spend to- your life making sure people know about Jesus. Spend your life devoted to the man who matters. What is that one? Sorry. Life is meaningless without God, so turn back to Jesus if you haven't. You need to embrace your life for what it is, not what you want it to be. It's meaningless. You need to search for what matters. And if you do that, Jesus will be your only option. You'll be the guy at the theme park that no other arrows will work. But Christians, Jesus brings purpose to that stuff that is meaningless. Imagine the meaningful things you could do at school. You can help your friends to follow Jesus when it's hard, praying together, reading together. You can spend lunchtime chatting to non-Christians about Jesus. There are countless things you could do, but there are countless things that you could do that are also a waste of time. Don't fall back into things that are meaningless and count for nothing. Don't live a life that's wasted. Work for Jesus because it's not in vain. Check The verse is going to come on the screen. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. 
Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord, Lord is not in vain. Make this verse your day tomorrow. Work for Jesus. One life it will soon pass, what you do for Jesus will last. Your life is meaningless unless you live for Jesus. Live a life that matters. Live for Jesus. I'll pray that we will. Pray with me. Lord God, thank you for your word. Thank you that Ecclesiastes shows us um, that this world is broken. Um, We're not where we should be. We're not serving you like we should. Um, And we see that in all aspects of life. Help us to see the reality and the truth that Ecclesiastes shows us that it's it's not meaningful, it's purposeless. Father, help us to see Jesus clearly. Help us to see him as the one who saves us from sin and so gives us meaning, Um, gives us a purpose to live for, to work for him. Um, Father, I pray that we would give ourselves fully to that work, a work that will last, a work that isn't ended by death. Our Lord, please help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen.